Athlon Sports dropped their All-American preseason teams list. And we have five Clemson Tigers that made the cut. Where do these guys rank? How many first-teamers, second-teamers, third-teamers, and possibly fourth-teamers do we have? And do I agree with where these guys are placed? I'll discuss all of that next on the Locked On Clemson Podcast. You are Locked On Clemson, your daily podcast on the Clemson Tigers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, Locked On family? Welcome back to the Locked On Clemson Podcast, your daily podcast covering your Clemson Tigers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your boy, Damian Parson, always on the ones and twos. You can find me on Twitter at DP underscore NFL. I'm a national scout with the Draft Network, as well as co-host of the Locked On NFL Draft podcast. And guys, I have a fun show to talk to you about. Uh, We have preseason All-American kind of votings, rankings by Athlon Sports, and we have five Clemson Tigers. Uh, We're going to talk about where they're ranked and how I really feel about their rankings uh, in terms of what teams they landed on, first team, second team, third team, or even fourth team. So we're going to get into that. But today's episode is brought to you by Bird Dogs. Go to birddogs.com slash college. And when you enter the promo code Locked On College, they'll throw in a free custom Bird Dogs Yeti-style tumbler with every single order. So first team, who made the first team? How many first teamers do we have? It, we have one. We have a first teamer. But we only have one. So that's kind of, you know, it's the good news is we have one. But the bad news is we only have one. <laughs> so in terms of for Athlon's preseason All-American uh, all American team rankings, uh, Jeremiah Trotter, linebacker, was the only first-team uh, All-Amer- preseason All-American to make the list for Athlon. And um, I-, I think it's rightfully so that he made the list. If he if anybody's going to be on it, I really love what I've seen from him on the field, this young man, I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to tell you guys something. Cause I'm a draft analyst as well. And a scout. One, th- one, one, one thing that comes to mind or a name that comes to mind in terms of who he reminds me of, but just a more athletic version is Nicobe Dean uh, a little bit. You know, if you remember the, the Georgia Bulldogs from a couple years, two years ago, Nicobe Dean was drafted in the 2022 NFL draft. So last year, third, I believe he's a third round pick to the Philadelphia Eagles. And when you watched him play, down in Athens, Georgia, you saw a guy that played with a crazy motor. He was a leader, instinctive, high football character at IQ. And he played with his hair on fire. That motor was unreal. Physical, uh, able to drop off in coverage, attack the line of scrimmage. You'll see him cross dog, blitzing in the A gaps and everything. And when I look at Jeremiah Trotter, I he can do all of those same things. And like I said, I believe he's a much better athlete. And, and according to the stats for ESPN, in 2022, uh, Jeremiah Trotter Jr. logged 89 total tackles, six and a half sacks, one forced fumble, two interceptions, a touchdown, and five passes defended. And I think that's what's, that's what's so like key to me is that he's a guy, he's a do-it-all type of guy. Where it's like, okay, attack downhill and, and identify run versus pass and locate the football. I need guys who are hunters. You know what I mean? Guys that can find the football, get to the football, and make the play. You know what I mean? There's a term that we use in terms of scouting linebackers. It's called slow until you know. And it's, I don't want a guy being uh, too aggressive where he's just shooting gaps and not allowing the plays to develop and find and locate the football but also not being too slow in terms of where 
it looks like you're a slow processor, but being right in the middle, slow until you know, read the play, locate the football, know if it's pass versus run, and get to get into your into your spot. If it's pass and you got zone, drop off and get there. If you're blitzing, get there. You know what I mean? If it's the run game, look, if it's the outside run, you know, scrape over the top and get there, right? Close the door. Close that door on the running back. Jeremiah Charlie Jr. does every bit of that i love his game now i know some people are going to say about him guys and it's just the nature of the beast is what he's listed with six foot 230 similar similar to a nicobe dean where okay he's not six you know he's six six foot 230 sorry so he's not six two six three uh and you know sometimes schools what the the on the the school's listing of height and weight doesn't always match so like maybe he is five eleven i don't know but if he is six foot He's still gonna get knocked for not. He's, he's still gonna get knocked for not being six foot two, six foot three, and two thirty isn't small, but it's not two forty five. So you know, it's he's going. He can get knocked for that, but I don't see a guy that plays like he's soft. I don't see a run a linebacker that plays uh, with a, a more finesse, timid demeanor. No, he will get he will get down dirty. You know, he will get into the mix and make plays, and I appreciate that about his game. Now the thing, the thing about it is, again, you 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 worry about his size or height or whatever, but it shows up all over the field that he knows how to use his frame to make plays. Whether it's tackling, uh, solo tackles in open field, one on one, he's a secure tackler, or being an assist guy coming in and helping bring down uh, that ball carrier or the pass catcher to limit yards after the catch. He does the, those things for for the team as well. And what I really love, again, dropping off in the coverage, just impacting the game in multiple facets. That's what you want in an All-American, especially in the first-teamer. How impactful can you be? Jeremiah Trotter is extremely impactful, and I absolutely love his game. Now, guys, he's not the only one on the list. I said we have five. We got four more to go. So I promise you, you want to stay tuned and stick and stick with me because coming up next, I'm going to talk about who made the second team. So stay tuned. Finding clothes, especially pants and shorts that fit comfortable and versatile. That's very difficult. It's not easy nowadays to find kind of all in ones. Right. But I could tell you something that can help you. And that's bird dogs, guys. Uh, they make you look better. Uh, you feel great wearing them. Uh, the, the fabric, because I have my own set. The, what I really love about them, the fabric is uh, stretchy. So it makes you, your, your, your legs feel great and they're comfortable and so much. So they're more comfortable a lot than majority of my other shorts and pants. And uh, they give me the freedom to wear one pair of one style of shorts or pants, wherever I kind of want to go, right? If I want to go golfing, if I want to go to, if I have a, a business meeting at the office or a date with my wife or just hanging out with some of our best friends, I can throw on a pair of bird dogs and feel okay. So guys, what I'm going to tell you is go to birddogs.com slash locked on college. And when you enter the promo code locked on college, they'll throw in a free custom bird dogs, Yeti style tumbler with every single order. Second team, guys, let's get into it. The second team, and I'm going to kick it off with the star running back. But he's not listed as a running back on this list. He's listed as an all-purpose back, and that's Will Shipley. He made the second team, and you, you, you talk about one of the better running backs in all of college football. Uh, you know, just from from his freshman year on, you know, think about what he did as a freshman, 149 carries, uh, almost 740 yards and 11 rushing touchdowns. 
but you know, as well as 16 uh, receptions and 116 yards, you know, through the air. But 2022, 210 carries, over almost 1,200 yards, 1,100 and uh, 1,182 yards rushing, averaging almost six yards a pop, 15 rushing touchdowns, 30 almost doubled. Right, his his no, they doubled his receptions with 38 receptions, 242 yards receiving, just a do it all back. So I don't even mind them listing him as an all purpose, uh, being on the second team because again, he can do it, do it all. And and I love his game, uh, I love what he brings to the table. And I think he can be, as we've seen, that that uptick, that jump in production as a receiver. I think that that I'm, I'm looking forward to see. Uh, seeing if that continues. I want to see 40 catches, 400 yards, add some touchdowns in there and really showcase that full repertoire, that full skill set as a pass catcher out in space because he has to, he has to build a uh, good size. He runs hard, runs uh, tough, but he's got the footwork to make guys miss an open field. And then you also love, like I said, the ability to make and generate big plays in the passing game or in space in general. So uh, I'm, I'm, I feel like this is a, a, this is apropos. This is a good spot for Will Shipley. All-purpose back, second team. Show that man his love because he's not only one of the best backs, if not the best back in the ACC, he's one of the best backs in the entire nation of college football. Now, another second teamer. Guys, I'm going to spoil I'm a spoiler alert. We got three. We got three of them. You know what I mean? Three of the five are second teamers. Tyler Davis. And this is interesting, guys, because with Tyler Davis, I'm going to tell you now, I was expecting him to actually enter the NFL draft uh, this, this past season. Um, you know, the interior defensive lineman. I thought he was going to go ahead and come out. I think he, if I remember correctly, he had um, what you he, he accepted his invite to Mobile to the Senior Bowl with Jim Nagy. Shout out to Jim Nagy, by the way. Uh, you know, one, one of the one of the greatest out here doing this thing. But with Tyler Davis, you know, I was excited to see him, especially in those one-on-ones, because, yes, you get to watch film and see what the guy does on tape, but going to the Senior Bowl where they put him in those ad- more advantageous opportunities, okay, one-on-ones, and uh, whether it's one-on-ones and run-block situations or pa- getting to the passer, I wanted to see him out there, right? And this is one of the better pass uh, rushing defensive tackles and defensive linemen in college football, not just the ACC guys. Six two, two, uh, six two, three hundred pounds. He had seven sacks, seven QB hits. He also had twenty two hurries and pressures last year as well. So you know him returning, I, I, I don't mind it. You know, and the thing about it is that what what bodes well for him. Is just the uptick from 2021 to 2022. 2021, only three sacks, only one QB hit, and he had 18 hurries and pressures, right? To jump to 22 hurries and pressures, seven hits, seven sacks. So if the if, if the uh, arrow keeps pointing up, then the needle keeps going up, right? The elevator keeps going up. You could see a potential 10 sack season from him, right? You could see 30 hurries and pressures, double digits. Uh, in the QB hit range, especially in the ACC, was going to be some pretty good uh, quarterback play. So I, I, I feel like this is a good spot for him as well, for Tyler Davis, being that second teamer. I think it's it's really, really good spot for him because this is a young man that a lot of people don't know. But let me tell you now, he's going to, if you, put, if you walk, put on the tape, watch what he did last year. And then, of course, 2023, baby, watch him this season. He's going to go ahead and shine and put a lot of stuff on tape so people can really get to know who he is on that football field because this is an underrated guy, a guy that's, um, like Steph Curry says, sleep, 
right? They, they're, they're sleeping on Tyler Davis. He can ball, and I love the fact that, that, that Athlon Sports gave him his, his flowers as a second teamer. Now, this guy, the next guy, the third and final second teamer, I felt like he could have been the first. And that's Barrett Carter, the other linebacker, right? We Jeremiah Trotter's teammate and running mate, man. I, I when I look at it, guys, I, I look at his situation and I'm just like, man, this kid 6'1, 225. Again, he may not be six foot three, you know, 245 pounds, athletic, kind of do it all type of guy, man. Five sacks, what five sacks, pressures, hurries, QB hits. All of it, right? Like he forces fumbles, and then you just see him be able to again, similar to Jeremiah Charter. You can drop these guys off in the coverage and feel good about it. You can do those things. So for him to make second team, I'm not mad at it. I just feel like he could have made first because him and Jeremiah Charter. I'm gonna say this: they may be the best linebacking duo in all of college football. These guys are absolute studs. Um, that can move all over the field, they can cover ground, has range, athletic, uh, they, they play well together, they communicate well together, they pair and mesh so well together. And it's just a lot of fun to watch on tape. And now when you think about it, for both of them, no longer is Trenton Simpson there. This is their second, their, their, back, their linebacker room, rather. This is their room, and this is their opportunity to, to, to truly show that we are the top dogs here, and they're going to lead the charge. And I absolutely believe that they can. So, um, you know, in terms of second team, do I agree with with Barrett Carter being a second teamer? Eh, I agree. I I just agree with the caveat. I believe that he could have been higher. I do believe that there's a case for him as um you know as a as a first teamer. I I truly do believe that he could be a first team type of guy because he's just that darn talented guys you know what i mean over what over 70 i think over 60 almost 70 uh total tackles and they're like come on man this 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 young man can do it all he can cover stuff to run blitz he can do everything man so he just might not check all the you know requisite boxes that some people um that some people use you know especially in terms of getting prepared for the nfl draft but Nonetheless, uh, we got one more. We we went through four players on this list. Now we gotta find out what number what, what, what the fifth one lands, right? We gotta know who he is, where he lands, and why I don't agree with where he is. We'll discuss all of that next. All right, guys. Number four, Andrew Makuba, safety for Clemson. Is the fifth guy, and he should be an All-American preseason All-American, because this young man is an absolute baller. And then what I love about it, especially, again, guys, I'm a scout and draft analyst, so I look, you know, at things uh, from both lens of what he does in college football, and then also, what does it mean for his overall, just his overall uh, projection to the league as well? And that's why I can't wait uh, for, for this season for him to see what he's going to be able to put out on tape and, and really showcase, but He's a he's a to me he's a jack of all trades type of guy and yes he can play from depth yes he can play you know at six foot one eighty five he can play on the top of the roof what we call you know being either a single high or two or two deep uh you know type of safety but with with um what over fifty tackles I believe uh, this is a young man that can play come down and play into the nickel right. And he's, like I said, jack of all trades because you will see him, in, and I, I have it in front of me. I'm, I'm going to read it out to you in terms of his his uh, alignment and snap counts, right? 
as a box defender, 82 snaps. Free safety, 232 snaps, right? Slot nickel corner, 243 snaps, as well as outside corner, 16 snaps. So when you think about where they where, where the, the safety position has, has gone and where it has evolved, he fits that. Andrew fits that entirely. You want a, a, a safety that can kind of man up on some tight ends, that can cover slot receivers, right, uh, that motion across the formation, and he can walk down into the nickel and feel comfortable getting into press alignment and be able to mirror and match guys and stay in their hip pocket and, and, and really be sticky in coverage. But also he can lay the boom. He can come down off his perch up top and drive down or underneath routes and lay the wood and lumber to a, a, an a unsuspecting pass catcher or running back or ball carrier. So he doesn't mind mixing it up and getting uh, down and dirty and getting into the mix. He doesn't mind that. And I love that from a safety. He fits that hybrid mold that the NFL is looking for as well. So the main thing for him is going to be measurements like it is for a lot of these guys that I've talked about. Is he really six foot? Or is he 5'11", right? Is he 185 pounds, 190 pounds, or is he 180? Like, that's going to be, you know, in terms of where teams want to play him, because even with him being physical, right, you have to think about, okay, from the aspect of, man, uh, can it, will it be able to hold up if he does play that physical brand of football? But I feel like he's instinctual, uh, plays with good instincts in terms of his, his football IQ. And again, I really, I really feel like there's so much more upside for him as a man-to-man defender, as a nickel hybrid court. What's, what's, what's so crazy is we saw last year in the NFL, or th- no, this NFL draft, I'm sorry, for 2023, just what, a month or so ago, we saw Alabama's Brian Branch go in the second round. And why? Because he can do it all. He could be a box defender. He could be a, a too high safety. He can be a nickel, uh, nickel uh, defender. You could pull a linebacker off and turn him into a big dime, nick or big dime or big nickel backer, right? When you get more speed and you play some uh, multiple DB set for five to six DBs on the field, so forth and so on. So, uh, do I like I said? Do I believe that he is a fo- he made the fourth team? He, he's on he's on the fourth team. No. I believe he should have been second at worst third because this is a game. This is a, a, a impact player and a, and a guy that can change some games with his play style. So no, I don't agree with the fact that Andrew Makuba was Athlon Sports fourth, you know, fourth team safety. You know, I look. I don't get me wrong. This is a there's some good safeties in college football, especially when you look at the SEC, so forth and so on. There's some good safeties that can do a lot of different things, but this young man does a lot of things, you know, a Swiss army knife, jack of all trades. And it's just hard to, to, for me to turn and not, and, 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 and say, Oh yeah, you know what? Fourth team, at least you made it to all the preseason, all American, right? Like if this was the final list, at least you be like, you know, at least he's all American. You can say that, but then still not be happy with the fact that this talented defender is on the fourth team. What? I don't get it. I think he's higher than that. I guess his second team, Third team at worst, guys. But as always, man, listen, I just went through the five Clemson Tigers that made Athlon Sports preseason All-American teams. Shout out to Athlon Sports for, for, for voting and making uh making these teams in this list. Uh, you know, which gave you know gave me something to really sink my teeth into and talk about whether I agree or disagree and allow me to talk about and highlight these players and what they're good at from both a college football standpoint and an NFL draft. Cause I'm going to bring all of that to you guys every single time I can. Cause you know, I'm NFL draft analyst. I just told you, I told you multiple times, but nonetheless, guys, as always, I appreciate you guys continue to tap in with me and you know what I always, what I always say, I need you guys to, to embrace that your family, we're family, we're Clemson together. 
but also you're my everydayers. Tap in. Thank y'all for making Locked On Clemson podcast your favorite podcast and your first listen every single day. Because guys, I couldn't. We couldn't do this without you. Hit the Locked On Podcast Network. We couldn't do it without. You. Go subscribe and follow for free on YouTube or wherever you listen to podcasts to get the latest episode as soon as it's available. Um, guys, tap back in with me tomorrow. I'm gonna get into more stuff. You know what I mean? Looking at some of the maybe the best. Clemson draft picks over the last 10 years, right? We're going to tap into all of that, guys. But as always, uh, in terms of Twitter, you can find me, Damian Parson, at DP underscore NFL. Come and join the conversation again tomorrow on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.